Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Maybe. I'm sure that all of your earballs are very confused right now because you only hear one voice. That is right. Kim is out of town, but don't you worry. I have a friend that I brought along. I would like to introduce you to Jazz from the Girl That Scary podcast on the Dread Podcast Network. Jazz, thank you for coming to hang out with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am here. I am ready. I got on a fake uh, cowboy hat on because I'm always (laughs) saying yeehaw. I have a drink with the umbrella in it and I hope I can stay alive. If not, I will die drunk. That would be nice. Well, I love it. I mean, what better way to go? Yes, I told Jazz, I was like, listen, you don't have anything to do but listen to my story. So grab a cocktail. And she was like, I already got one. So you're already a pro. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> came to the table ready. Um, before we get started, I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about what you do as one of our pod siblings. Woohoo! Hello, guys. Hi, Sammies. I'm in here. <laughs> um, I am Jazz from Girl That's Scary, also known as a 40-ounce connoisseur. Yes, I drink 40 ounces. We are a horror sci-fi podcast that releases a new episode every Thursday, and we got all kind of bonus contents and shenanigans, but we love to talk about horror, and we... Sometimes talk about one movie, sometimes we talk about an entire franchise, and sometimes we talk about an entire subgenre. So you really never know what you're going to get. It's like the grab bags from Dollar Tree. That's exactly what <laughs> the I'm grab to bags from Thursday. Dollar Tree. I love that. But we're always going to get Cat and Jazz and you guys are really you guys are the secret ingredient that makes your podcast so so awesome, you know? You can find a million podcasts where people are talking about horror movies, but it's really you guys bring something something special to it oh my god thank you so much that's it's so, true so nice here especially true. you know coming from the pod uh sisters we are on the same <laughs> thing and there's not a lot of women-led podcasts that are like on the top or in, under networks and it's really great to see that because y'all have a very unique show everybody's always talking about a movie y'all are like no 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 one of us is gonna watch it and one of us is gonna play a game <laughs> how about yep. that yeah so exactly um, Yeah, glad we can be here. Glad we can um, whoop ass and take names. Right, exactly. And so uh, Jazz and I have both been abandoned by our partners. So we're starting our own spinoff podcast that is called 
Kat and Kim are not invited. <laughs> Watch, like I said, Kat is going to be knocking on the door with her hands <laughs> on her hips. And like, I am coming to the party. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. Um, okay. Well, this is normally where Kim and I tell each other what are what we did this week so you're if you have anything special you'd like me to know about you or whatever i can tell you that my apartment is extremely cold and i can't understand why and i feel cold down to my bones right now so aren't you on the west coast aren't you on the west coast isn't it supposed to be warm over there that is exactly what i'm saying that's what i'm saying why am i so cold I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and where are you? You're on the East Coast, but where? Yes. We're like in DC area. So we're right near DC. Yeah. I'm from Baltimore. So like, I know how to be cold, but like, I've lost my, I don't know. Like, I can't do it anymore and I'm freezing. You're not supposed to be cold. I don't understand. Uh, my mama's from Baltimore. Yes. Baltimore. She is? Oh my yeah. God, I have I a whole that. lot of whole lot of family in Baltimore, aunties and whatnot um, oh in that area. Yes. What do you know? What part of of Baltimore or no? I can't tell you because I my sense of direction is terrible. Like if anybody watches One Piece out there, there's a character named Zoro, and yes, he's a great fighter, but he can't find the fight. He everybody go to the fight. We walking in a straight line, and Zoro is gonna change and make a turn. That's me. If I don't have GPS. I don't, I, I'm from Richmond. I swear to God, I can't tell you where. They're going to be like, what side of town? I'm like, uh, that I'm give you the address. is fantastic. I, you can fight, but you can't find the fight. That's really funny. I want that on a t-shirt. I love it. Um, yes. Okay. Well, we have Baltimore. We have Baltimore in common. I love that. That's yes. so fun. Yes. Baltimore. Um, what's, what did you do today? What's up? What's going on? Um, well, you know, I am a school teacher, so I spent my life at school. Uh, you what do you teach? I'm an educator as well. I teach Spanish to middle schoolers. That's so amazing. That's wow. So you're a literal, actual, real life superhero and you do superhero stuff every day, all day. Wow. Yeah. I wish I got paid superhero money, uh, uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy teaching the kids. It's a good, never, it's never a boring day. Because I yeah. think middle schoolers, the, while they could be a little terrifying, but they are hilarious. I don't understand they how are. they wake up and be so funny at eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Like you are running off of fumes and talkies. Yeah. How are you telling jokes right now at two p.m.? You should I, be passed out, right? I completely get it. I think what you do is just is just un unbelievable. I am not exaggerating when I say that um, the respect that I have for teachers is unparalleled. What you do. Listen, teaching is like driving a school bus blindfolded with a bus full of headless chickens. Oh, and 100%. that's my life, but I enjoy it. Um, so I did that. I went to see uh, My Bloody Valentine 1981 at the Alamo Draft House on the big screen. Oh, with fun. All the kills included. And I was like, I don't think I've seen all the kills in here. That was a good time. Yeah. Did we do, I think we did the 1981 My Bloody Valentine, like, our first Valentine's Day. I believe we did that episode. Yeah, that's a really fun one. I'm going to scroll back. Let me scroll back. Because, you know, I don't listen to things in order. I'd be like, I saw that movie. And then I just be clicking stuff. And I do that with everyone's podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to click back six months and listen to this episode from six months ago. Then I'm going to listen to last week. But then I'm going to go back four months. I don't know. I don't have a rhyme or reason. 
I love it. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that was like our first Valentine's Day. So it's got to be like 2018, 2019 or something like that, that we did that movie. Wow, y'all been in the game for some years. Ooh, mm-hmm. y'all got a, do y'all have an anniversary coming up? I feel like that's coming up. We do. Our anniversary is in August. And August 2023 will be five years. You will. You'll be five. Oh, my God. That's kindergarten age. I know. We're going to kindergarten. Yes. You're half a decade. That's big. Half a decade. Okay. Whoa. That one just blew my mind. Half a decade. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into this. So, Sammy's. I'm doing an episode of TV uh, because I didn't want my poor, dear, lovely Jazz having to sit here for three hours like Kim and I do. So we are doing an episode of Cabinet of Curiosities, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. You should check it out. Um, I'm not doing the first episode. I'm doing episode four, The Outsiders. And this was actually directed by Anna Lily Amapour, who you all know as the director of a girl walks home alone at night. Have you guys, did you see that one, Jess? Yes, I've seen that. And then she did another one where I think it's on Netflix, something about boundaries. You get criminals oh. get sent somewhere else. I can't think of the name of it, but I know Aquaman's finances in there. Ooh, I just need y'all Jason to Momoa's know that. In it? Yes, he is. Yes, I'm he is. I'm sorry. Th- we're going to do a little thing right now where we are going to Google that. The Bad Batch, I think the it's bad called. Bad and Jason Momoa is in this. Hi. Yes, and Keanu Reeves. Hi. Oh my God. And Jim Carrey? What? What is this? Listen, it's um chaotic, but uh, it's fun. <laughs> Great. And is it a horror or it's not a horror? It's kind it's kind of I, I don't want to spoil what, what the horror aspects are, but okay. it definitely reminds me plot-wise of Escape from LA kind of a little bit, but then it goes into like some some other territories. Okay. So I would just say watch okay. it. Okay, okay. Oh my god, I love that. Um cool. What are we doing? Oh, the she's who directed it. <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about her? Um, and then it was written by Haley Z. Boston. Um, so as you know, we start with dead or alive. You have no context. You have no nope. clues. You just no. get a name. Uh, we only have four dead or alive today. Okay. So that's good. Um, that means that if you suck at it, won't affect your score too much. If you're great at it, won't affect your score too much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, first dead or alive is Stacy. Stacy is dead. Okay. Keith. Keith is dead. Uh, Gina. Gina's alive. I like her name. And Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens is definitely dead because he had two names. I don't know why he got two <laughs> names, but I'll sorry, tell Dan. You, I'll tell you why he has two names because that's his actor name is Dan Stevens. So did you guys watch The Guest? That's the first horror movie that I can think of that he's in. I probably have not. Or I might have seen it, but it depends okay. on what year it came out. Well, my love, you're going to need to... I'm going to go watch Jason Momoa. You're going to have to go watch The Guest because Dan Stevens, all he does is just like throw his glistening biceps and abs all over the place. It's just... He is a fine, fine specimen. And um, 
He gives us a little horror candy. So he is in this, but in a very different role. Okay. Okay. Let's dive in. So every episode of Cabinet of Curiosity starts with Guillermo del Toro uh, giving us a little intro a la Crypt Keeper, kind of, uh, where he has this really like ornate wooden cabinet of sorts, but it's got lots of like nooks and crannies and hidden hallways. It's almost as if like the Hellraiser box was a cabinet because it like you pull this out and this comes up and all this kind of stuff. And there's like all kinds of little objects in it. So when he's like introducing it, he's like unlocking this door and pulling this door out and pulling a prop out that represents each episode. So he says... Late night TV, images and voices in the dark, in our head, an electronic cabinet of curiosities, blurring the line between what is outside and what is inside, what we are and what we are told we should be. Perfection is but a toll-free number away, and this cabinet is controlled by a magic wand made of cheap plastic and numbers. It fits right in your hand, and it's hard to let go. And then he pulls out a remote control for a TV. Mm, Let's see where we're going. Our story today is The Outside. And it's director Anna Lily Amapur. Okay. So let's do it. We're getting a little Christmassy. I didn't mean for it to be, but. I love holidays. We're going back to Christmas. So we have Ode to Joy playing, which is the one that's like, also from Die Hard, one of the greatest Christmas movies ever. Yes. Great. You agree that's a Christmas movie, right? Yes. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. Avatar. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Jazz can stay on the podcast. So we're driving through, or the camera's going through a Christmassy neighborhood playing that song, and we come into one of the houses. It appears to be very dated. So as I'm watching it, I'm going, are we late 70s, early 80s? That's the vibe that I'm getting based on the decor of this house. And we see a woman kind of dancing a little bit, staring directly into her microwave, The camera then flips around and we see that she's waiting for a delicious plate of chicken wings to come out of the microwave. And it made me want chicken wings, even though I don't eat meat anymore. But she made them look delicious. I want chicken wings right now. Yes. I really want a good Mm. chicken wing. So this woman is, for lack of a more sensitive description, she is pretty homely. She's not what we would consider conventionally attractive. She's got, um, you know, big sort of almost bulgy eyes. One of them is kind of crossed a little bit. She's got a big nose. Like she's clearly, we're clearly meant to see her in a way that is, um, not traditionally attractive. It's clear that that's sort of how, how we're meant to see her. So she sits down at the, on the couch and she's flipping through TV channels. Remember when we had to like flip through channels and there were like commercials? Oh man, I am starting to get used to that again. That's why I like to be because I'm like, oh, it reminds me of 1995. Okay, commercials. Yes, yes. Um, so this is like late night. So picture it. This is the late night one. This is you wake up at midnight and it's like infomercials and you know whatever the f- 
fuck else was sham wow sham wow yes that's so you you see it but again i'm it's very it's very 70s 80s to me but then they're making references that are also uh uh newer references so i think Hmm. it's just very stylized basically okay my question is is this dated house like are the other houses on the block also dated or is it just this one unclear only because we went through the street when it was dark so unclear um so flipping through and then all of a sudden she hears something in her house while she's alone question one what do you do what does she do okay can i get a description of the noise did they describe the noise at all it's a thumping but it's just like one thump it's not like a like a repetitious pounding it just sounds like a thumping um, it appears to be unclear as to where she hears it from. So is it in the walls? Is it upstairs? Is it in the basement? She, it, she doesn't seem to be clear. Who, um, I'm a fucking chicken. So I'm gonna let y'all know. I know she about to check this sound out off rip. I know she's about to go see what the hell this is. Me, myself, I'm gonna go to my car. Well, I don't know what year it is. So I'm, I can't go to my car and call my best friend on FaceTime. Cause what I would do is like, girl, I heard a thump in my house. I don't know. I might have to come to your house, girl. Or you know I what I'm going to say? Because the time period is unclear to me. Let's say you have a cell phone. I'm going to give you a cell phone because it's okay. unclear. So you're calling cat. I'm calling cat and we're both going to go look as a unit. Maybe her and her friend, all three of us might go investigate because I'm scared. I live alone right now. And um, if I hear a noise, I would just get in my car and wait. <laughs> Scared. That's a double ding. You're starting off strong. Starting off with a, with a double ding. Um, I'm go without giving anything away. I'm going to say that I specifically gave you a point for bringing a friend into the situation, and I think you'll pick up why by the end of the episode. But if I get if I forget to say it, just remind me because I have the brain of a goldfish. Um, okay. So she turns the TV down. This bitch picks up an axe and starts walking around the house. She had an axe ready, ready and waiting. Yeah. Something's not right with her because right. the, the, your first step is I'm going to pick up an axe. You know something's not right in your home. I so, agree. Why, an axe? Because a thump, I, a book fail. Something, you know, you flimsily put together from Ikea and fucked around and your screw fell out. A mouse, maybe. Yes. But yes. an axe? That's why she feels a little slightly unhinged. That's why I liked you sort of bringing Kat into the into the mix here. You know, we always need our grounding forces. So I like I like that journey for you. So she's looking around. She goes down the basement first. Now, um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I really struggle with um, animal horror. I'm I can't handle it. Eric usually has to like watch it for me and tell me what happens. Um, Taxidermy is up there for me. It is a real bummer for me. She goes down to the basement and it is apparently a taxidermy workshop. Like there are tons of taxidermied animals about and it appears to be like a, it looks like a craft table, but the craft is dead animal stuffing is what it appears to be. Okay, she's more on hand. She has an axe and she does taxidermy. She does. Two strikes. Yes, exactly. So she's kind of looking around and she goes up to a taxidermy fox and is like, 
did you hear something? And uh, the, spoiler alert, the fox doesn't answer. <laughs> so uh, she then goes to the bathroom, pulls the curtain back, um, and then she calls the police. And the police pick up and he says, this is officer who's he what at the so-and-so police station. And she says, Keith. And he's like, what's up, Stace? We learn it's her husband. Her husband is a police officer. And her husband is a really um, famous actor that I feel like you would recognize um, that was in Silicon Valley. Hold on. Martin Starr. He was in Freaks and Geeks. He was in Party Down. He was in Silicon Valley. Let me find a picture of him. I have looked him up. Yeah. I've seen that man before. Yes, I knew you had. So this is this is a sweet little married couple. And uh, normally we don't go into like people's appearances unless they are pertinent to the story. These are two like sort of very sweet, maybe what one might consider unconventionally unattractive people perhaps if we were to see the picture that's being painted for us. And um, so Keith picks up, he's so sweet. And she says, I heard a noise again. We now learn the reason she has the ax is because she does this a lot. She calls Keith and says, I hear someone in the house. So he says, there's no one, there's no one there. Like you call me every night saying you hear something. And she says, can you say the thing? And he goes, the house makes noise at night. It's an old house. And every time you've heard a noise, has there ever been anyone? And Stacy says, no. And he says, get some more sleep. And right before he hangs up, she goes, but what if this time there is? And he hangs up. Okay. So. What I'm hearing is Kat is your Keith if you hear something. Absolutely. But Kathleen is going to say, okay, we go check this out because what if you're right? What if it is a ghost this time? Oh, okay. So she's going to keep, she's going to keep it. She's going to keep you on high alert. She's not going to go, queen, you called me yesterday and there was no one. And you called me the day before and the day before that. Probably not. Uh, we believe in ghosts. So mm. honestly, if you hear a sound, you're like, it's a robber in here. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Why is that your first <laughs> choice? She, she's like, assume it's a robber and then go from there. I, You know what? Yes. Listen, it's going to keep you alive. It is. Might be That's... awkward sometimes, but you'll be living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they hang up. And we now cut to... Stacy at work and she is so you know it's like bank teller sorry it's she works at a bank so it's she's a bank teller so it's all the different people standing at different windows you know that you would walk up to she appears to be one of I think four or five women the other women are all very stereotypical rich white ladies basically and they're okay. all just kind of like very gossipy very vapid their conversation is just about you know their husband's limp dicks their 
Xanax prescriptions, which is what made me. Did they have Xanax like back in like the 70s, 80s? I don't know, but I feel like they might or something close to it. I feel like people have been being prescribed Xanax for a while. Okay. It just got kind of popular with people knowing about it, I guess, more recently. But also, like, we are at work. Y'all are talking yes. about erectile dysfunction at work. Yes. Also, okay, that's a problem, but you don't need to be telling everybody his business, Lord. Right? They, they're real messy. Like, we we are introduced to these women, and the show was, like, immediately, like, hi, here's a mess. They're just a total mess. Now, he, they're also dressed kind of very 80s, like, very 80s housewife kind of thing. But then they said Xanax, so that was one of my first points of confusion, where I was like, what time am I? Anyway. I don't think it fucking matters. Why why does it why do I need to know the time? So they're talking about that. They're talking about cheating. It's all very clear that like they have never they've never looked inward. Jazz. They've okay. never looked inside. No reflective. No reflection. Okay. No. All right. No. All right. One of them is like when he, when he cheats on me, I'm going to take him for everything he's worth. You know, so like they all just kind of hate their husbands and are married to them for money, in which case I'm like, then why do you work? If I'm going to marry for money and hate my husband, I'm not having a job. Yeah, that's wild. Because I'm like, he must I like how much is the hate and how much is the bank account? Because something's not adding up. The math is not mathing. The numbers are flying across my face like Tyrese. I don't understand. Couldn't agree more. If I have to work, I want a husband I like. If I don't get to like my husband, I'm not working. Exactly. Exactly. That's the deal. Um, So poor Stacy is just like kind of staring at them like this like confused little fawn. Like she just it's all over her head. She doesn't have anything to contribute to the conversation, mostly because her husband is a fucking gem. Um, And they're all just very superficial. They then start like lotioning their hands with this lotion called aloe glow. And one thing that I did notice was all the women look to be about late 30s. But then when we do a close up of Gina's hands, Gina is the ringleader. She's the big blonde. Um, We look at her hands and they look like a 60 year old's hands, even though she is late 30s. So that Mm -mm. was yeah, that was okay. I clocked that. But that's a saying. You can always tell by the hands and the feet. Mm-hmm. That always tells your age because, mm-hmm. you know, your hands are going to be the most exposed to sunlight, everything else that you've been doing. Exactly. And I think the skin is thin on your hands or something. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why my fat little baby hands are really going to work out well when I'm in my 60s and 70s. And all y'all guys got these fucking talons and I just got my little baby hands. Yeah, I have a Vienna sausage finger, so I think um, it'll work out. That's why I usually wear long nails, so my hands look, give the illusion. Oh, I love that. But can you do things with long nails? (laughs) Oh, yes. I am uh, true to this lifestyle. I've been wearing long nails since, like, 16. So, like, my nails be out to here. Like, when I get them done, I don't even tell them to clip it. I just (laughs) have to put the (laughs) acrylic on the top. Yeah, cut it. Don't even cut it. Just that's so so you have two superhero characteristics in my world one you're a teacher and two you can do things with long nails those back it's hype i'd be like oh my god moving that's amazing first of all that asmr i'm here for 
All right. So she's just watching. Now we cut to her counting out at night. So it's dark. The bank is closed. She's counting out some 50s, whatever the fuck. A co-worker comes up to her and is holding a Christmas stocking. And she's like, you're the last pick. And Stacy's like, what? And she's like, for Gina's Christmas party, you're the last pick for Secret Santa. Stacy is like, holy shit, I'm in. She's so excited. So she picks the last name. She picks Gina's name, the big blonde. Question two. This is what we call a not necessarily a stay alive physically question, but a stay alive in your soul question. Um, because the answer is not necessarily going to end in your death, but it may end in a bad time. So question two, you're Stacy. What do you decide to bring to this secret Santa party as a gift? Wow. Um, and what does she bring? Well, oh, shit. Because, okay, I personally would either bring liquor, because liquor is always a good time, but it's secret Santa, so it's a personal present. That's not like a party gift. I've seen her using that aloe glow shit. I'm going to get her some more aloe glow products. Maybe they got a lip gloss. Maybe they got a little spray-on scent. I don't know. Maybe they got a little holding pouch for the lotion. I don't know. I'm going to go on the website or the store because I don't know what time it is. Right. And I'm going to get products from that company because I also like giving presents. I love presents. I love, love to give shop for other people. I don't think she does that. I'm trying to figure out. She brings a taxidermy animal. Does she bring a taxidermy? Because I'm like, the only thing we know about her is she has an axe. She does not. Oh, yikes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling like smile all over again from that party scene. Yikes. Yeah. 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 It's rough. So, oh, God. Yes. I just forgot about that. I blocked it out. We just did smile. I'm so sorry. Two weeks ago. Yeah. It was recent. Fuck. That fucked me up. And I did. I wasn't even the one watching it. Um, yeah. Similar to that. So here's what happens. Cut to her. Shooting a duck. Um, it's a bummer. Um, also, Anna Lily Amapore, I want you to imagine like a preponderance of fishbowl lenses. A lot of fishbowl lenses. So like when she's shooting the duck, the camera is the duck and it's kind of a fishbowl lens. So we're just kind of seeing the Elmer Fudd, you know, shotgun and Stacy, you know, aiming at it. And uh, yeah, she's got good aim. She hits it, carries it inside and she starts meticulously taxidermying it uh, at the kitchen table. No doubt. I was like, bitch, don't you have a workshop downstairs? Exactly. We eat here, bitch. Like this is ridiculous. Also, you went and shot a fresh goose. Like, mm-hmm. don't you have animals already down there? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even like these girls like that. You making mm-hmm. some new taxidermy? This is yeah. work. Also, yeah. you should have just cut the skin off and gave mama a fur since she was going to kill the animal anyway. I yes. don't know why you did that. You could have made a little mink stole or something. Listen to that. Now, that's a great idea. And I really hope she ate. So I did learn something about taxidermy. It's actually pretty impressive. Like, if I wasn't horribly grossed out and in utter judgment of anyone who does it, um... They really take this the the whole skin off in one piece, girl. Like the whole thing. It's and like the whole inside comes out in all one piece. Like it was kind of impressive. Do they show this in detail? 
Yeah. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I did see that. Yikes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't great. So it's a mallard, in case you were wondering. Beautiful duck. Now, who comes home? Taxidermy. Keith comes home. Gem of a man. And she's so excited that she got invited to the Secret Santa. The popular kids, you know, they invited her. And Keith is like, I thought you hated them. And Stacy's like, well, no. I mean, no. They just, you know how it is. You hate them, bitch. You just mm-hmm. want to be accepted by them, though. You hate them, but you want them to think you're cool. And a that thousand. is a problem. A thousand percent. So he's like, she's kind of defending them. Like, you know, being like, they're not that bad. And he's like, you've been working at the bank forever, And they like just invited you. Seems rude. And she's like, oh, that's just how women are. It takes women a long time to accept someone like me. I'm different. Mm-mm. Girl, that's not true. Um, I mean, it might be true because some people are shallow. They're vapid. They're shallow. Right. Of course, they would hang with women who are rich, who look like them and stuff like that. Yeah. And they just like, oh, I'm just inviting you. But also, I would be suspicious. Why the fuck are you inviting me? You ain't saying nothing to me. Girl, right? I would have said, I would have. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I know that COVID might not have been a thing, but I would have been like, <clears throat> I'm sick. I can't go. Yep. And see, here's the thing. You and I, as horror connoisseurs, we know that chances are there's some sort of sacrifice happening. And or I'm prank. Like, like oh, right? Mm, oh, or prank. Honestly, I feel like I'd rather be sacrificed than pranked. I hate pranks with a burning passion. I hate practical jokes. Like, me please too. don't do a physical joke on me because now I got to fight you. Yeah. Yeah. But you won't be able to find the fight. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to be looking for three weeks. <laughs> right? I'm like, where are they? I don't know where the fight is. I want to punch them so bad. Uh, so... She's saying, I'm different. That's why it took them so long to warm up to me. And her husband says, and thank God you are, Stacy." Like, he's just so sweet. He's so sweet. So she's just going off about how great Gina is. And Keith is just like, okay, but, like, you're the best. Like, I, I like you. And uh, Keith is like, okay, well, I'm going to go finish these delicious chicken wings. Um, and she says, I, I can't join you. I got to finish my fucking taxidermy. So now we cut to her driving up to this g- gigantic mansion house. Again, I'm like, why do you work if yes. you can afford that house? Um, and she's got a big old box, which we know what's in it. Fuck. And Gina comes to the door. And uh, the costume designer really deserves claps for this because uh Stacy's outfit I'm not sure I've ever seen a less flattering outfit in the entirety of my life it was perfect so we cut to them talking they're in the living room and we jump right into dick talk now they're not talking about their husband's limp dicks they're talking about the 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 boy toys on the side and or post divorce that have the huge dicks and they like they literally just don't talk about anything other than that. Why are y'all so miserable, Lord? Also, why did why did you marry someone with a small penis if you're a size queen? I don't the understand. Money. I the mean, money. But, the, but you got to go to work. But you got to go to work. Do you see it? They they're totally confused. They're ass backwards. 
Very. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely size queens, 100%. Uh, Gina says the upside – oh, no. They say the upside of getting divorced is to have all the big dicks. Um, they are also talking about vibrators, which I know they had in the 80s, but fillers. They also start talking about fillers. And I'm like, did we have fillers back in the 70s and 80s? I got to post more than that shit too. I just got to Yeah, know. I don't know because I'm like, they did, but did they – because that's Listen, what I, plastic surgery's been around for a long time. It was just like right. government people, like spies were getting right. it. It was not for regular people. People were getting different faces. I was like, what? I didn't even fucking think of that shit. That, yeah, that's probably what plastic surgery was used for. Everything starts day. with the government and the military. That's where all the tech starts. Mm-hmm. Like computers. Who had it first? The government. True. Oh my God. Now I'm just picturing a bunch of generals with like pillow face, like fillers and... <laughs> Lips are full. They yep. got a little something in their forehead, mm-hmm. so their lines can be a little mm, mm-hmm. okay. They can be like, "Bitch, I'm in here. Look at me yep. giving face." Hello. So, um, talking about the, all that, Gina says, "I'm gonna have my facelift and then file for divorce." Um, and then they're like, "Time for Secret Santa," but Stacy's like real confused because it appears that. What what's Secret Santa to you? How does that start? Secret Santa is when you pull somebody's name, you don't know who name you well, you know who name you pull, but they don't know who pulled their name. Mm-hmm. And usually we have some kind of gift or you know the people enough and you shop for them. We all show up and you find out who your secret Santa is when they be like, Hey, you know, you go in some kind of order. My secret person was this person. I got you this. And then y'all go in a circle. I don't know how that order goes, but you usually pull a name, you buy a gift, and everyone pulls someone's name. Exactly. That's what I thought, too. That's also what Stacy thought. So but what actually happens is all the women sit down and Gina pulls out like eight boxes, all wrapped the same, all looking the same and hands them out to everybody. And Stacy's like, I thought it was a secret. I thought it was a secret Santa. I thought it was a secret. Like nobody's listening to her. So they all open up their gifts from Gina and lose their fucking mind. Because it is aloe glow. A box of aloe glow. So you would have fit right in. See, I know they needed it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Gina's like, it's so expensive. You can't get it anywhere. So you're welcome. You know these women. Bitch. Yeah, that's what I said. So then Stacy is like, okay, my turn. Mm-hmm. So she Fuck. walks. Yeah, exactly. So she walks over. And says, Gina, this is for you. And Gina opens it and is immediately repulsed, as is everyone else. And then Stacy starts explaining how she did it, explaining how taxidermy works. And uh, took out his insides, you know, so he didn't rot. And his eyes are pretty glass beads. Look how pretty the glass eyeball beads are. How, how how do you think that went? Everyone is gasping and screaming. I feel like somebody might have vomited. Someone definitely drank their entire drink mm-hmm. immediately because mm-hmm. yep. I would have immediately drank my entire drink. Yep. I wouldn't have like shamed them, but I'm like, okay, this is a lot. I'm just going to yeah. drink this. Going to start putting on my coat. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to Gina's credit, I expected Gina's character to be really outwardly cruel to Stacy. 
And if I'm being honest, like she, it does, none of the women are like, they're not pleasant, but they're not like out to get her. Like they're not trying to make her miserable, if that makes sense. They don't love that that she's there. They'd rather she wasn't, but they're not being terrible to her. Um, So Gina says, thank you, but is grossed out. And uh, then she goes, I'm just going to put him right back in his little house and put his house just away and just like wraps him back up and puts him in the corner. Uh, Everyone's just kind of staring awkwardly. And Gina goes, how about that aloe glow, ladies? And everyone's like, they all just start slathering themselves and each other with this lotion. And each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's starting to sound a little bit like society. We get new rubbing each other. Yes. It felt a little society-ish for sure. Um, no shunting happening, but I was concerned. Um, God, that movie fucked me up. Um, so Stacy starts, you know, putting it on her face as well. And uh, just kind of looking around like, am I doing it right? And then one of the women is like, Stacy, your face, it's so red. And she's like, what? She's having an allergic reaction. Fuck. No. Yeah. yeah. So uh, cut to Stacy now standing on the porch with an ice pack on her face. And Gina, um, you know, honestly being not, not unsweet, like she's just kind of like, you didn't ruin everything, Stacy. And Stacy's like, I'll bring the ice pack back to the bank. And Gina's like, keep it. It's fine. And then there's this awkward moment. moment and Gina's like, Stacy, it's so cold out. Go, go home. You know, so she sends her home. Stacy goes home. Cut to Stacy at home and her husband, Keith. They're sitting at the dining room table. And, and Keith is like, I think you're allergic. And Stacy's like, of course I'd be allergic to the best lotion in the world. And Keith says, if it was the best, it wouldn't do that to your face. And Correct. Yeah, true. And God, Keith is just so sweet. I just love him so much. And Stacy's like, it's just me, my stupid, ugly, bad face. I don't like this. See, when, when this is over, I'm going to go look. Because I'm like, girl, all you need is a, a haircut and a different outfit. That's probably all you need going on. 100. You just need to wear... You girl, yeah, love yourself and yeah. just wear some cute outfits and call it a day. 100. Keith is just, you know, he's just like enough of that. Like he just won't stand for her talking shit about herself. Honestly, Keith kind of reminded me of Eric. He's just Aww, like that's so, so supportive and sweet. And Damn, when I'm I... sorry I feel Keith off. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, well, Eric's, it does, we'll get to that. So. Cut to them in bed, and Stacy is just scratching profusely, and Keith is snoring, and uh, she gets up to, like, go to the bathroom to look at her skin, and it's just, like, real splotchy and bad. It's just getting more and more raw. So now we cut downstairs, and we see the lotion bottle on the coffee table is leaking. We then cut back upstairs to her looking at herself in the mirror, and just so sad. Like just look, just looking at her face, so, so heartbreakingly sad. 
I know how that goes, though. Me too. Mm-hmm. Especially your face, because I have sensitive skin, so sometimes I just break out in hives. And I'm you like, do? oh, yeah. And I'm just like, um, I have red dots all over my face. Jeez, what happened? And I'm like, well, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, but it's the bless, It's a curse and a blessing. Because I'm like, oh, my skin is clear all the time. Never had acne. But if I put the wrong shit on my face, mm. just red bumps. Now, I usually go away wow. in a day or two. But they look like tiny red freckles all over my face. Yikes. You do have like really glowing fucking skin though. Thank you. I did not even moisturize today. This I'm, is just You guys, literally the light is bouncing off her face like a heavenly being. It's wild to see. Our patrons will be able to see it. Um so what is she doing? Oh, okay. So she was all sad. So now she comes down and sits at the TV, turns the TV on, and like the lotion is on the table. And a commercial, an infomercial comes on. And it is my man, Dan Stevens. But he is, how do I describe him? Okay, here's the vibe. Very 80s. Do you remember like Ed McMahon, who was like that old man that was like lifestyle of the rich and famous or whatever? And he would like take you on tours of people's yachts and shit. I barely remember this. Like, I remember Lifestyles with Richard Famous, Mm -hmm. but also because of my upbringing, I'm more akin to Cribs. So (laughs) I'm just like, I I vaguely remember him talking about that. I know that voice. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to really looking at rich people's houses, Cribs was my thing. So I'm like, oh, no, we going to, I got eight pools. Why? (laughs) Why do you need? Now, listen, I fucked with Cribs, too. Don't get it twisted. Um, But uh, so... Okay, so you but you can picture that guy. He also had like a weird accent where you're like, where are you from? Like, are you from England, Australia, or space? Like, it's not clear. And this is Dan Stevens. And he's got like sort of like brushed back silver hair. And he is saying in this crazy fucking accent that I, I tried to imitate it. I couldn't even make it sound like English. And he says... You don't have to go under the knife to achieve perfection. Just use aloe glow. Transform yourself from ugly duckling to stunning swan, starting at just $199.99. Aloe glow can fix it all. Call the number on your screen now. Aloe glow is the only skincare product that can transform your body, mind, and soul. Whether you want porcelain skin, you want to turn heads, you want to fit in, or just make sure those ladies at the bank never laugh at you again. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. So first of all, we're in trouble when the infomercial is talking to you mm-hmm. directly. It reminds me of Have you seen Terrifier 2? Not yet. I'm okay, not going to say it. not going to say anything about okay. that. Can't wait to listen to that episode. Ah. Ooh, goddamn. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I saw it on the big screen, guys. I was like, uh, <laughs> oh, and I'm a gore so I was stressed. Um Hmm. It, there are several TV shows or movies where you you know you mind your business. You look at a TV and the TV is like, and you next can do yep. this, like kind of like Pennywise, like yeah, mm-hmm. kill him, mm-hmm. go ahead and kill him. What bitch? So that's what's um that's what's happening. So now Stacy is is still with us in the sense that she's like, what the heck is happening? Like she's like the TV is talking to me. Dan Steven continues and says, "Come on, Stacy." Now he's using her name. Isn't this what you've always wanted? 
Why be the odd duck out when you can join the flock? Call the number on your screen now. Now the woman next to him. Please listen to this list of fucking side effects for aloe glow. Okay, so he's got a Vanna White ass bitch standing next to him and she's like side effects may include change of mood, stiff joints, hallucinations, fear of intimacy, internal emptiness, lack of ambition, lack of individualization, lack of independent thought and opinion. You may experience activities previously considered pleasurable, but it's all worth it. Okay, so this makes a lot of sense about the bitches at the bank. This is why them bitches is in here talking, um, excuse me, I bought my mm-hmm. beauty in a can, bitch. Mm-hmm. And this is how we're all talking and looking and we look mm-hmm. the same and we yep. talk about the same shit. We use the same filter, same background, same kind of nails, same outfits, shop at the same place, bitch. We are the trendy hoes. Look yep. at us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh no, Stacy, don't do this. Although I don't like your taxidermy that much. I'm not mad about it because, you know, I'm someone who eats meat. So, I mean, if you go eat the meat inside, whatever, bro. I, I yeah. Now, it. here's the thing. Here's why I like taxidermy. If I was, uh, let's use an example of Native American or someone who truly used nature to its fullest. I'm all for preserving the skin and eating the meat for survival. Yeah. Because if you're going to eat the meat anyway, you might as well preserve everything else. That's what I, I just feel as though. Why waste it? I agree. Why? I agree. So let's pretend she ate the duck that she taxidermied. Um, so she's like, this is stupid. What is this? Like, she's like, what's happening? And Dan Stevens through the TV says, what's so funny, Stacy?" And she's like, no, I'm not talking to the TV. I'm not doing it. And he says, you're not talking to a TV. You're talking to me. And so then he starts going on about I can give you the brand new you, blah, blah, blah. Just use aloe glow and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, use it. And like telling her to use it. Like he's like peer pressure city. Please no, Stacy. I'm scared. <laughs> so Stacy says, I already used it, bro. And she's like, and it didn't work. She's like, look at me. I'm all red. He says, well, you have to use the whole bottle and you're going to need more. You want a full body transformation, don't you? And she's like, yeah, but it stings. And he's like, of course it stings. It hurts when it works. Skin itches when it's healing. The more it itches, the more healing it's doing. You have a lot of healing to do, Stacy. Just pick up the phone. Think about it, Stacy. It's such a shame to have to be you because you're what? not someone everyone wants to have around. What the fuck? Okay. L- l- let me let me talk about Dan Stevens. Please. Now, I said his ass was dead. I hope his ass died, but I don't think he is because he's the infomercial man. He seems magical because he's talking to, to motherfuckers through the TV like video drone. I don't like, know what the hell is going on with him. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Okay. First of all, your skin is breaking out. Mama, don't put that lotion mm-hmm. on your face. Okay. Mm-hmm. If anything, if you really like, I'm not above the knife. If you really want to change the way you look and it's going to make you feel happy, um, you know, okay, get the knife. But girl, you don't need to, you could get Botox face. There's a lot of things you can get, but lotion burning your fucking skin off right. just doesn't seem like a good fucking idea. No. Especially because when I watch this, I know when I, because I'm going to watch this, like, because now I need, I need to know. I feel like she's just dressed frumpy. It's yeah. just hair and clothes, most of it. Because I'm like, for me, humans, 
I like different kind of human faces and skulls, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, I'm I'm cute. I know I'm cute. Yes, look at me. You're extremely but also, cute. When we talk about conventional beauty, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm black, I don't have all, like, you know, certain kind of nose, certain kind right. of skin, certain kind. I don't look for specific things for beauty. I have kind of a wide array. So I'm like, girl, okay, yo, I do this. Okay, so. I, Girl, put yeah. a lash on the eye. Who the yes. fuck that? I love Draw that. Draw your brows. So what I will say, I happen to know this actress uh, from way back in the fucking day, but it's all from like pretty obscure shit. Um, she used to be in this uh, comedy, this song parody comedy duo called Garfunkel and Oates. Um, I've heard that. Okay, so it's her. It's the it's the the dark haired one. Okay. So, I'm so look her up, yeah, look her please. up, look her up. So she's already kind of, she's got a real quirky face. And so basically what they did for makeup is they took all of the features on her face that are kind of quirky and they exaggerated them. So she's got real big eyes. They made her eyes sort of bulgier. She's got kind okay. of a almost like a a sort of beakish nose, they made it bigger. She's got kind of a small chin, they made it weaker. So like they really did kind of go to town on her, sort of exaggerating the features that one might consider like not traditionally Mm -hmm. Western European centric Mm -hmm. Okay, and I see what you're saying, but I'm looking at her like, girl, get the fuck out of my face. You cute. I'm so pissed. I'm like, girl, girl, if you don't dress some big old eyes up, you have big, beautiful eyes. If you don't put a crease and put a mink lash on here, talk about some ugly girl. Take that damn lotion off your face. But again, I'm sure they put prosthetics. Did they do prosthetics? Okay. uh, No. Maybe. Or maybe maybe contour. Contour does a lot. Yeah, it was definitely like the makeup artist and the costume designer like deserve snaps for this like it, it was impressive though you keep talking about haircut she has the most frustrating haircut i've ever fucking seen in my life so i want you to picture like sort of stringy wavy dark hair that's down to like maybe my boobs um and then like a bowl cut of the first layer Como? I'm like, how? Uh, no, 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 no. Wait. So she got a bowl cut, but there's an underlayer of hair coming. Now that could yeah. be a look, but only if you have like an edgy kind of golf situation going on. My like you could probably okay, because I'm like you could kind of halfway pull that off, especially because the girls are pulling the mullets off now, and I mean they're looking. I'm good. very upset about that though, Jazz. I'm very upset about mullets. I love mullets. I do. do you? <laughs> I like I like uh, mullets. I I think I kind of fuck with mullets on women. I don't okay. know how I feel about mullets on just like you know men. But no, they might be cute. But women with mullets, I don't know. Women kill the mullet, especially with the layer colors. Okay, so I don't here's know. your assignment: you have to send me like text me a picture of like a mullet that's working. I will send you several pictures of mullets that work because there's someone on Twitter who makes mullet wigs, like okay. like lace wigs, okay. and I'm like, I might want one. I might want one in lime green. I'm not gonna play with you. I I do crazy colors when it comes to hair, so I'm uh, like blue, pink, lime green. Yes, I love. Yes, did you, I don't know if you. I used to. Have, I had blue hair up until like two months ago. I'm very mm-hmm. fat. Cat has blue hair right now. Um, I've never dyed my hair. 
I'm afraid to dye it because I don't take good care of my hair. Um, Listeners, y'all can't see me, but viewers, the Sammies, you can see this. I have my hair out, but this is a wig. Uh, Clearly, it's a. I put it on my head like a New York fitted cap. Literally, (laughs) I just literally put the wig right on top of my head and was like, "I'm here." But my hair. Thank you. But my hair is like I don't. I don't like doing hair. I I've never enjoyed it. Um, It's not a good time. So dyeing it means I have to take more care of it, and I'm not doing that. So I put wigs on that are different colors instead. I mean, so that's why I had it for like two years, but ultimately that's why I was like, I love the blue. I felt so myself with the blue, but I'm not into maintenance. Like I'm just not, it, it required too much of me to okay. have it be presentable. And I was just I understand. like, I'm not going to, I'm, I, I don't have the energy for this. That's why I don't have um, relaxed hair. Yeah, because too much. I got a flat iron. Uh-uh. If yeah. I could put it in a bun, I would wear that bun for two weeks. I'm not going to lie to you. Right? Me too. <laughs> um, but this this hair, I'm very excited for you to see this haircut. It is truly, truly, wildly unfortunate. Um, what are we doing? Oh, this show. So <laughs> you're, ju- you're just like, like, I'm just, I forget that we're doing a show. I'm just having fun talking to you. This is how Kim and I roll. So. Yes. <laughs> fucking Dan Stevens on this fucking show is like true acceptance, harmony, peace, and divinity. All that stuff is a lie. We all just want to be good looking is what he says. And so he says, step out of your skin and into your aloe glow. Okay. Jazz, the TV was just talking to you. Question three. What do you do? What does she do? I'm waking up my fucking husband mm-hmm. off rip. I'm going upstairs. Hey, Keith. Get your ass up. First of all, we're unplugging the fucking TV and we're throwing it that bitch out. Mm-hmm. The TV was talking to me. I don't know if I'm hallucinating. I don't know what the hell is going on, but you mm-hmm. my partner. You the love of my life. I need you to listen to me and not, you know, put me away. Mm-hmm. I need you to hear me. The TV was talking to me. The aloe fucked up my face. I think we need to throw away the aloe mm-hmm. the TV, no TVs in the house, no more yep. infomercials, and I'm not kicking it with none of these hoes at work Mm-mm. no more. I'm that is my job. choice. Get a new All job. Rip. You can work at any bank, bitch. Honestly, I will work at Target. Yeah. I will home bay daycare. You got a big ass house. Get take them rich people kids into your home. For Go real. ahead and get you a license. Like I just would change my life. Cause if the TV's talking to me, I think I'm at a point, I'm at a crossroads, right? Yeah. I'm at a crossroads. <laughs> I think, yes, crossroads, so you won't be lonely. <laughs> Shout out to Bone Thugs. I'm mm-hmm. at a crossroads. And I think that we need to make a choice and I'm going to go in the fork in the left. Mama's going to go to the fork in the right. She's going to listen to the TV because she is deep inside. She's insecure and doesn't think she's beautiful. But the sad fact about that is we're all beautiful. We're all beautiful. And we look weird. Like sometimes humans, first of all, humans as a whole look fucking weird. I don't know why people be like, right. I look good. Humans are weird <laughs> fucking animals. Okay. <laughs> We we're are. the only motherfuckers walking down our two feet and shit. We got opposable yeah. thumbs. Nobody else got that. We're, we got weird hair. You yeah. know, everything is weird about us. In and general. I'm like, have you ever seen a cat? They're gorgeous. All of them are cool. Like, I have not seen very many ugly cats. I'm there not going to lie to you. But humans are weird looking. That's okay. Like, looking. they're all different. And that's okay. You have to learn to accept what you have and then accentuate what you have. And, you know, and I know that, and I know that can be hard if you live in a society where most of like 80% of people just think you're not attractive because yeah. people live like that. They did that. Like you walk around people like no matter what you do, mm, you're not cute. And that, that, that hurts. 
That fucking yeah. hurts because as humans, we are not so solitary creatures. Right. We want We're to tribal. be accepted. Yeah, we want to be accepted. It's okay to want to be accepted, but you need to find a tribe that's going to accept you versus trying to fit in with these bitches who are slathered in this fucking toxic lotion, bitch. Because something's not right with them hoes. Something's not yeah. right with them hoes. Also, Mm-mm. I just realized, I missed this, that like one of the side effects is hallucinations. See? Mm-hmm. And you just put the shit on your face. And again... Off rip, I would have said, the TV's talking to me. Something might not be right with me. I'm going to go, husband, Keith, I need you to watch me. I need mm-hmm. you to take off of work today. You're off. I need mm-hmm. you to see me. I need you to throw the lotion away, throw the TV away, and I need to sit somewhere symptom-free. I think that she, yes, she she goes on. She puts lotion mm-hmm. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Sammy's, I don't know if you're keeping score right now, but so far, I mean, you don't know what she got for her dead or her lives, but... We have a perfect question score happening right now. Jesus Christ. I can't believe it. I thought it was going to die immediately. Mm-hmm. So not only does she put more on, she picks up the phone and orders more. Wait a minute. Ain't this lotion $199.99? Ain't this $200? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck? You know what? All for, mm-hmm. Just for me, my money. Fenty don't even cost that much, mama. Right. I don't. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So she orders more. And now we cut to the morning. And we hear a banging on the door. The motherfucking aloe glow is already here. It's already here in a big fucking box. Like a huge box. No. No. Yeah. No. That's it's too quick. It's already here. Faster than Amazon. Mm, you're a villain. Yeah. You're a you're, villain. You're Yes. So um, she brings it down to the basement. She opens up the box. So now we cut to her watching cartoons. Face is even worse. Keith comes down and he's like, whoa, your face. (laughs) And she's like, it's not that bad. And he's like, it looks pretty bad though. Um, And he's like, I don't think you should use it anymore. And she says, it's healing. And he says, do you know how much money they make with those lotions and creams by making you think there's something wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. Gem. He's a fucking gem. Keith. Loving her. Loving I lo- her. I love, I absolutely adore him. Um, and Stacy says, there is something wrong with me. And Keith says, well, then there's something wrong with me. And she says, no, you're fine because you're a man. You can be ugly, gross, hairy, rude, whatever. And nobody cares. And I was like, well, wow. she's spitting <laughs> truth now. She is, because I'm like, damn, men are allowed to do mm-hmm. kind of whatever. And I feel like that should change. They should not allow, be allowed to be rude and yeah. just randomly unkept. Because as humans, you know, we are humans. We have smells. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we have odors because, yep. you know, we you have hair and shit. And if you want to grow it, cool. If you don't, fine. But, you know, men are kind of allowed to just be. Yeah. And, if and their beauty is not seen as a commodity. They're if allowed a to woman, age. Yes. Even in movies, I heard about somebody like, they were like, you need to be bikini ready. Meanwhile, the actors are the same age. Yeah. The man had a shirt on. I was like, yeah. hold on. She's 57. And you want her to be bikini ready? Get the mm-hmm. fuck out of our face. Yeah. Also, I love that like uh, dad bod is like a thing where it's like, ooh, I'm into dad bod. What about mom bod? What's they don't talk mom about mom. They don't mm-hmm. talk about mom bod, especially because having a baby. I have not had a baby. I have thirteen nieces and nephews. I don't want no kids mm-hmm. because I have. I've been raising kids since I was five. Mm-hmm. I'm done. No, you thank and me. you, Auntie Life. 
Auntie, auntie life. Big auntie life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it literally splits your abdomen sometimes. Or mm-hmm. like you you can eat no matter how well you eat and exercise, yep. which is a chore. Because mm-hmm. I'm someone who, you know, it's easy for me to put on weight. But to work out, I love working out. But the fact about it is I have to work out and eat salads and eat like leaves to be ideally skinny yes i can't even have sugar i wouldn't be able to eat no wings nothing nothing and i'm not living like that fuck you i'm eating this cheesecake i'm gonna be a little thick i'm gonna have a fupa with a shadow get into it it. we're living we're here they sell my size but i I just like the fact that men are just like yeah i'm gonna be fat i'm gonna be rude i'm gonna be not good at my job Mm -hmm. which happens often where they're not good at their job they still get a promotion they get everything because they're just a trusted voice because it's considered a masculine voice. A and that's percent. really fucking rude yeah. because women be working five times harder. And then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, this tiny detail that you missed, fuck you. You're not getting yep. the job. Yeah. this Your hair is out of place. One hair. Yeah. Fuck you. And I'm like, do y'all know how hard it is for them to be mom? People be moms and working and paying bills and the house be clean and they be cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck they do it because I, don't I ain't got no kids and I'm my house. We are not gonna talk about what my, my <laughs> Christmas tree is still up. I'm gonna let y'all know my Christmas tree is up right the fuck now and I don't have no shame. Yeah. Oh, up? I love that I'm doing a Christmas episode with you then. <laughs> keeping I'm Christmas like, alive. <laughs> the stocking and all is sitting right I can, in view. And, well, I'm going to take it down when I got the time. I love it. So she is not having it. Cut to her upstairs slathering her entire body in it now. Uh, we cut back to her watching TV. The commercial comes on again. It's all the same fucking song and dance from Dan Stevens. Talking about making her dreams come th- come true. Reversing the aging process. Blah, blah, blah. Now the price is two ninety nine ninety nine. Como? How? A hundred extra dollars for what? what? Yeah, what am I going to get with a hundred extra dollars? So we cut to her. What's she doing? What is she doing? Cut to her looking at her skin. Oh, okay. So she's back in the mirror now. She's looking at her skin. Worse and worse and worse. Um, appears to be kind of like scaling now. Like it's coming off. And we cut to her in bed. And she's scratching, scratching, scratching. Keith is next to her. And Keith kind of wakes up and is like, honey, stop. Stop scratching. Stop scratching. And she's like, it itches. And he's like, and he's like, okay, well, go downstairs and get the oven mitts <laughs> so that you don't scratch in your sleep. So he sends her downstairs. And she gets the oven mitts. And then the motherfucking TV comes on by itself. She didn't no. even turn that shit on. No. It should have been unplugged from the first mm-hmm. choice I made because mm-hmm. the TV should have been out radio mm-hmm. only, bitch. Mm-hmm. Radio only. Mm-hmm. So motherfucking Aloe Glow Man comes on and he says, Yoo-hoo, hello, hello again. Stacy, it's good to see you. Come closer. Closer, let me see your progress. And Stacy's straight up talking to the TV now and she's like, it's not much progress. She's like... Look, it's way worse. Keith says I'm allergic. And Dan Stevens says, you're not allergic. He says, it's doing its job. You need to let it grow. And she's like, let what grow? What? What's growing? What's happening? And he then says, maybe you don't trust me. And the TV shuts off. No, we don't trust your ass. Mm-hmm. You are weird. You live in the TV and you, you know my name. Yeah. And I've never introduced myself. Motherfucker, mm-hmm. you're a scammer. Yeah, right. I don't trust you. Yeah. So he turns the TV off. Or or the TV goes off. Or yeah, TV's off. 
And Stacy loses it. She's like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Come back, come back, come back. Boop. TV buzzes back on. Desperation. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know what trust is, Stacy? She says, yeah. And he says, give me your hand. So she, like, puts her hand up to the TV. And he's like, you have to go all the way. And she says, will it hurt? And he says, you tell me. Does it hurt when they exclude you? When they stare at you? When they point and laugh and whisper? And she says, yeah. And he says, you want to know what it feels like to be pretty? She says, yeah. And he says, are you with me, Stacy? And she says, yes. And so he says, harness the power of retinol and peptides. It's already inside you. And Stacy's like, what do you mean it's inside me? And he says, it's already growing right there under your skin. And then she's like looking at her skin, you know, like it's under there. And this is kind of funny. The split second before the TV turns off again, Dan Steven goes, use more aloe glow. Like, just like shows up. Not to use more, yeah, use more, some more shit on, bitch. And then shuts awesome. off. Oh my god. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry, didn't mean to ding your bell. Um. <laughs> so she goes down to the basement now because that's where her big fucking box. There's like thirty bottles in this box, right? She goes downstairs, Jesus. and all the she goes to grab another bottle, and all the bottles start flip, 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 flip opening and oozing lotion out by themselves question four what do you do what does she do i feel like she goes all the way she about to roll in this lotion she about to shunt herself with this lotion she about to put it under every crevice she about to rub (laughs) it on her scalp put it in her ears and her nose i am gonna back my way back the fuck upstairs and tap double tap my husband and say, babe, let's get in the car. Let's go get a fucking Red Roof in room. Mm-hmm. Hope Motel 8. The lotion going brazy. I can't <laughs> be in here, bro. I don't know. Let's burn the house already, down. Honestly, I mean, yeah. in this market, we could just sell it and get a smaller house further away and work at a dip. Well, not Wells Fargo, but a different fucking bank. Yeah. And we can just not. But the fact I know that she said, oh, everything's open. It's spilling out. I got to use it. I know she putting the lotion on her body because she's brainwashed and she's talking to the TV. I mm-hmm. don't I don't want her to talk to Dan Stevens no more. OK. Point for you. Get the fuck out of there now. This was a little too much for Stacy. She's actually freaked out when she sees the bottles opening. So she runs upstairs and climbs into bed with Keith and like puts her arm, puts his arm over her. And we cut back downstairs and we see the bottles are just oozing out everywhere. And there appears to be more lotion filling up the box than could possibly be housed in these little bottles. Cut to her Asking Keith to stay home from work tomorrow. Question five, you're Keith. What do you do? What does he do? She asked you to stay home from work. Yeah, I'm using my PTO. I'm using my PTO. So I'm not right. Her face breaking out. First of all, I feel like we need to go to the urgent care. I feel like we need to get oven mitts. We need to get some actual aloe, not Mm -hmm. aloe glow. Mm -hmm. We need to get real aloe to put on your skin Mm -hmm. to help it heal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Keith. I'm staying the fuck home. I'm not going to work. And okay. I'm, I'm here police officer. I know they got PTO. Girl, girl, right. use that fucking PTO. <laughs> yeah. I agree. What's he do? 
He is going to go to work. I can't stay home, babe. I can't stay home. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta get on the beat. Yeah. Okay. Double ding. Holy shit. <laughs> Keith says, you know I can't. So now who knows? Maybe he used all his PTO because this bitch thinks she hears people all the time chasing people around her house with an axe. So maybe he's used all his PTO for her crazy. I don't know. But he says it can't. Cut back down to the basement. The lotion is now overflowing out of the box. It's a little ocean bath down there in the box. What's happening? Cut to her in the bathroom again. And her skin is so dry and raw. Cut to Keith coming home from work. So now it's been a whole day, right? Keith comes home from work, calls for Stacy, asks if she's hungry. He's got a little plate of pigs in a blanket. And she's in the bathroom peeling her skin off and laughing maniacally. Like that sort of laugh that's like things feel out of control. <laughs> that that kind of laugh. Like Pearl? A little pearly. A little pearly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, like towards the end. <laughs> yes. <Tears. Yeah>. Slightly. <laughs> the train's sh- off the tracks. A thousand percent. She's a little pearled. So um, he calls her again. And she kind of stands on the staircase in the dark so, like, he can't see her. And she's like, don't say anything because I already know what you're going to say. And he says, okay. She comes into the light. And he's shocked, obviously. Like, it's her fucking skin's peeling off. And she's like, it's healing. And he's like, no, it's getting worse. And she's like, it gets worse before it gets better. And he's like, you're allergic. So she says... Why can't you just be supportive? This is going to fix me. Question six. Why can't you just be supportive? Jazz, what is what does he say? What is what wow. do you say? Okay. As me, as Keith, I will say I am being supportive. I love you. I love the way you were. I don't think you needed to change. I'm concerned about the condition of your skin, as in skin is an organ. Mm-hmm. And it is prone to infection. If you want to keep using the cream, let's see a dermatologist. Love I think it. we're okay. I think, you know, as a police officer, I don't know what the benefits look like, but I think you could see a dermatologist maybe. Mm-hmm. And we can, we, you know, if you want to keep doing it, let's talk to a doctor who knows skin and let's okay. see what they say. Okay. Okay. I do support you. If you want to get changed, if you want to change yourself so you can love yourself, I love you the way you are. But it's important that you love yourself. Okay, fine. All right. I think he says, like, he kind of goes, no, it's not healing. And it kind of gets heated. But I'm not sure. Maybe not heated because Keith doesn't seem like the type to go off. But I don't think he's going to, you know, let's ease it. He's like, no, you need to stop using this lotion. Your skin is fucked, girl. Yeah. I think that's what he says. I'm going to give you a double ding for that because I I, I, I was curious about your answer. I think. I think I'm giving you the point for you because I liked your combination of support and telling her that if she wants to change her appearance, like you support, you don't require it, but you support it. But then also compromising with some medical intervention. I feel like you successfully diffused this situation while also maintaining control. So I gave you a point. Yeehaw. Yeah. Um, 
He says, you don't need to be fixed. She starts spouting off about peptides and retinol. He um, tells her that she's lovely inside and out. And she says, when you say, when you say I'm lovely inside and out, when you say that I'm lovely inside and out, that's basically you saying I'm not beautiful on the outside. And he says, you are. And she screams in his face. Then why do I want to take my skin off and throw it in the garbage? It was really sad. It really broke my, this broke my heart. Because I've looked in the mirror before and like, just been like, I'm bummed about what I see. And it's like really disheartening. Like it's awful. And so I was not, you know, I had lots of empathy for Stacy. Um, so she goes, she runs down to the basement. Like, you know, she's upset. And Keith is like, you better not use more of that stuff, but she's gone. So she goes down to the basement and ma'am, there is a lotion person standing there. It's a person made of lotion, a person lotion, a lotion, lotion person. Yeah. Um, question seven. Uh, there's a lotion person <laughs> standing in your basement, ma'am. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I am getting the fuck out of there because there should be no reason that there is a person in the basement, no matter what they're made of, mm -hmm. because only I and my husband live here. Uh -huh. So I don't give a fuck if it was a regular person. Like, bitch, I'm going to fuck upstairs. I wonder, I don't know, because, you know, she could have been freaked out, but I feel like she's at the point where she's ready to throw her skin off. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she walk up to the lotion person, introduce herself, shake her hand, shake their hand, you know, or, you know, inspects the lotion person upon, you know, I think she goes and inspects the lotion person. I don't think she's going to call Keith because Keith already told her as, don't use no more of that lotion. So she's like, fuck you, Keith. I'm about to put the fucking lotion on anyway because I don't like my skin. So I'm going to mm -hmm. go and introduce myself to the lotion person so I can finish my transformation like a butterfly to fucking chrysalis. Yes, chrysalis. Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is our first half point of the game. Point for you. Half point for her. Because she skips all the introductions, Jazz. And she just goes right to making out with it. Quack! No, she doesn't. Wait mm -hmm. a minute. I can't believe that's the choice. Mm -hmm. But kiss it. Mm -hmm. In the mouth. So, okay. so first, first she's doing this, okay? So first she's doing her, their, here's their foreplay, all right? Their foreplay is just kind of doing that mirror. So like she moves and it moves, right? So they're kind of mirroring each other a little bit. And then... She kind of moves closer to it, and she plants a big old pecker right on its mouth, on its lotion mouth. And then they're making out, and then the, the lotion monster is just caressing her and dousing her in its body juice. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. And, you know, at one point in my mind, I thought, she's going to start drinking this lotion down. Mm -hmm. This is close enough. I knew this mm -hmm. is a step. The step was going to get like she's mm -hmm. going to start ingesting the lotion. Mm -hmm. I know if you're tugging down this lotion monster, you are definitely ingesting mm -hmm. the shit that you're clearly allergic to. I hope you have yeah. an EpiPen, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So um, making out with the lotion monster. Uh, then we see we see a shot of her. So she the, the, they've, you know, finished their it's post coitus, I guess. Um and uh, we see her pull like a, a scalpel tool out of her taxidermy station. And I was like, is this bitch about to like fucking shave off her skin? 
No, now she's not about to turn herself into Hellraiser. Now she's not I'm, about to frank herself. God I'm, damn. I'm, I'm like, why are you pulling that scalpel out? So she comes back upstairs and she's all slimy. She's all slimy because she was making out with a lotion monster. And Keith looks at her and is like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? And he's kind of, you're right. Keith doesn't go off like he's a very he's a we should all have a Keith in our life but he's upset now and she looks real excited and he's like what the fuck is happening and she's like I've never felt better question eight what do you do what does Keith do fuck Keith um wow okay I because mm, <laughs> I'm like I, I, I don't see him fighting but I feel like he's going to have to take it up a notch because I feel like he's going to have to go, you know what? I'm going to have to stop you because mm-hmm. you're not stopping yourself. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he goes up to her and like maybe grabs her or tries to accost her, maybe take her away from the lotion or take her out of the house. Like get her the fuck away from this lotion. Like, bitch, you doing too much. Me as Keith, um, one to preserve myself because myself always comes first. And that's the I game. Would, yeah, I would like to preserve preserve my wife also. But, you know, she's her own person. If she's going to fuck lotion monsters, mm-hmm. I feel like, unfortunately, <laughs> she's going to get what she deserves. I'm very sorry. But also, mm-hmm. we all get our own choices in the make, you know, choose your own adventure story. Okay. Right. You are choosing all the wrong pages, bitch. All I'm about wrong. to leave the house and I'm about to, ca- I'm calling authorities and or friends, family to come here. But I'm like, you know what? I need to take a walk. And by take a walk, I'm getting my car keys and getting in the car. And I'm going to bring back um, the No Limit Soldiers. I'm going to bring back <laughs> the Army. I'm going to bring mm-hmm. back my the military. I'm going to bring back my friends. Because like, I can't tackle this on my own. Right. I shouldn't be by myself. I feel like my wife is unhinged. I don't know why she's covered in this lotion. Her skin is peeling off. I'm concerned for my safety, her safety. Nothing All about this seems fucking safe. And yeah. I'm also might pick up an EpiPen on the way. Because I'm like, girl, you alert. You going to fucking bloat. I, I don't oh. know about that. <laughs> but yes. Point for you. Get the fuck out of there. Unfortunately, Keith does not get himself nor her out of there. He does something very sweet. Keith, no. Um, and he takes her by the shoulders. And he sweetly says... This isn't you, Stacy. You are Stacy Elizabeth Chapman. You know what I love about you? You love to watch scary movies, even though you're too scared to watch because then you can't sleep at night. You're so smart. You're so good at math. And you love nature. You love your taxidermy. You're an artist. When other people see a dead animal, you see something special, something beautiful. You make it beautiful. You're kind and funny and thoughtful. And I think you're perfect. <laughs> that is sweet. He's so sweet. And, and just like Eric, truly. And he says, oh no, she says, It's just that you don't understand what's happening to me. And he says, because I'm tired. Or no, she says, because I'm tired and I've had enough. And she says, it's too late, Keith. She's already here. And I was like, who? Who here, bitch? And and, And he says, who? Who is here? And she says, once my transformation is complete. And he says, enough. There is no transformation. And she says, 
okay, okay, it's just that you're not going to change, are you? And she's kind of pointing at him with that scalpel that she got. And she Fuck. says, mm-hmm. And she says, uh, and you don't want me to change either, do you? And he says, I don't want you to change. That's what I've been trying to tell you until I'm blue in the face. So she stabs him in the forehead. Oh, I knew she was going to kill him. Now, listen to this shit. It doesn't kill him. It's just sticking out of his head. And he says, what the hell, hon? You stabbed me in the face. Question nine. What do you do? What does he do? You got a scalpel sticking out of your head. Now, me- here, let's get medical here. This is a very serious injury. Head yes. injuries bleed a ton. So, yes. like, you're going to lose a ton of blood. But it doesn't appear that that this injury w- would ki- would kill you. Okay. Still very serious. But this yeah. one injury won't kill you. So, question nine, what do you do? What does he do? First of all, at this point, I don't do abuse. This is spouse. This is domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Bitch, fuck you. No matter how much I love you, you just fucking stabbed me. You In are not maintaining. Yeah, you're not maintaining your emotions. You are not right. Okay. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. matter how much I love you, I am not safe. Again, self-preservation. You yep. always love yourself more than anyone else. And I don't care how that sounds. I love it. When people love you and you love you, they're always looking out for your best interest. Mm-hmm. Mama's not looking out for your best interest. Mm-mm. Okay, Keith. I would just literally grab my keys, go outside, and I would go to the neighbor and be like, I have an injury. Please call the ambulance. I need someone to come to me. I'm not taking the thing out because that's a, always a terrible idea to mm-hmm. pull out when you're going to cause more injury, more bleeding. Yep. I'm going to leave it here. I'm going to stay elevated, maybe have some water, hydration, and be like, please call the ambulance. You know, I'm going to stay outside and visible to others. Love it. Ooh, that's smart. N- not staying in the house because something's not right with my wife. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. She might get a divorce after this because I don't even yeah. let people raise their voice at me. I'm let alone out. stab me. Mm-hmm. You going to stab me, bitch? Ah, yeah. You can't even yell at me and let me stay. Girl, fuck mm-hmm. you. Now, I feel like he confronts her further. I feel like. He instead of leaving the house, because I'm I'm like, you didn't leave the first time when this lotion woman came upstairs mm-hmm. and you knew she wasn't right. You're not making good decisions, Keith. He's gonna stay in there or he's gonna either try to pull it out himself, which Jesus, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna maybe try to pull it out himself and like confront her further about what the fuck she's doing. Cause she's out of control and he's probably gonna get more emotional. But you know, I don't know if that's right. Half that's a half a point for him. Because he doesn't get emotional. He doesn't confront her more. He does pull the thing out. Mm. And so now it's pouring down his face. No, no, not in your face. And the poor baby is clearly in shock because he's just like, it's on my glasses, hon. Is it bad? And he's like, hon, is it bad? And she's just standing there like, yeah, it's pretty bad, hon. And he's like, "Can uh, can you get me a towel? I'll use the radio, his police radio. And she says, okay. So she walks out of the room. He tries to radio. And we see her come around the corner with a trusty old friend that we saw in the very beginning. 
that axe. Oh no! The axe. I thought it was the gun from the um fucking from the from the duck. But oh no, shit! Oh yeah, she comes with the axe, and she whacks him in the back. But again, she's not like strong enough. So he, poor baby, God, he broke my heart. He just goes, "Hun, something fell on me." Like he doesn't know what's happened. So she comes no. over and she hits him again. Jesus, and again. Oh, and again till Fuck. he's dead. Mm-mm. Yeah, she's she's giving pearl again. Mm-hmm. She's giving more yeah. pearl. She's pearling. So once he's dead, why did I write this? Once he's dead, we hear oh, the TV is playing something like an old Marlon Brando movie, and the line that we hear after he dies is, "Let's see the kind of stuff you're made of" from the TV. Fuck. Cut to her going upstairs. And what are these footprints? They appear to be lotion prints. Of course. And so she follows the lotion prints, and the lotion monster is standing in the bathroom and dives into the tub and becomes a pool of lotion. Question 10. Your. Pearl, not Pearl. What the fuck's her name? Stacy. Yes, Stacy. <laughs> who is Pearl adjacent? She is Pearl adjacent. She, she. What does she do? What do you do? So the lotion monster dove in, made himself a pool. What does What does she do? What do you do? Oh, Mama's getting in the pool. Mama's mm-hmm. getting in the fucking tub. Because at this point, yep, you're you're super far. Like you, you done you done stabbed your husband. He's bleeding mm-hmm. to death. He don't want you to change. You want to change. You don't fuck with yourself enough where you're willing to pull your skin off, yeah. and put brand new fucking skin on and become as empty as the bitches you clearly have worked with and you mm-hmm. know how they are, but you still envy their beauty so much that you're willing to do this to yourself, yeah. which is wild to me. Right. But she's she's getting in the tub. Me? What are you doing? I'm not getting in the fucking tub. Um, unfortunately, I am going to go to jail because I'm going to have to call the police and maybe treat my husband because I don't know if he's dead yet, but he's going to be bleeding to death very he, soon. He's dead. Oh, he's, he's dead. dead. I'm yeah. going to, oh, fuck. Um, hmm, I'm going to, damn, I'm going to jail. But you hmm. know what they don't have in jail? Lotion monsters. They don't have lotion monsters in jail. Mm, they don't. I might, I, mean, I might either go to jail or play my cards as a woman. Like, say someone, you have footprints, the mm. lotion. I'm going to say someone else came in and hit my husband, like, you know, killed my husband. We're we going like to trial. We're fighting a trial. Fuck it. We're going to trial. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Let's even maybe fuck. I mean, maybe you end up being able to claim insanity, you know? I mean, at this point, if I see say the TV's talking to me and I'm peeling my skin off, I mean I think I might have an okay case. Yeah, I um, think your defense is your defense is locked for sure. Uh double ding. Double ding. So Stacy dives on in. To that tub and I want you to picture this okay so it's 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 lotion so it's opaque we can't see through it all we can see now is just her face just just above the surface and she appears to be kind of being jerked about as if things are being pulled off of her almost and she's doing that thing where like it it clearly hurts but it's like the good hurt I'm trying to think of what it would be like getting waxed 
you know, uh, where you're like, where you're like, ow, but also ugh, like, ow, uh, but satisfying. I'm aerodynamic. Now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's happening. And then we see that it starts to cover her face. We now pan around to a bunch of taxidermied animals. We're just kind of getting shots of different taxidermied animals. And then we cut to Lotion Monster, who is now Stacy. Stacy is the Lotion Monster. And we start hearing a cover tune of uh, that song that's like, Where you from, you sexy thing. But it's real like slow and sexy. You should look it up. It's by Caleb Hall. Actually, do I have it? Hold on. It's a good cover. Because I actually find that song kind of irritating. But I really like the cover of it. I'll play a little for you. I find most music irritating, if I'm being honest. Okay, fair. I'm I, I'm weird about noise. But when I like a song, I love it. I like lots of noise. I'm like, yeah, noise. I'll just play a little for you. Can you hear it? So that's the cover. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I liked it. So she's walking down the hallway as a lotion monster, right? And now we see she's standing there and her skin is sloughing off of her. So it's lotion and skin sloughing off of her. And we then go to her eyes. And this is why I had to tell you, like, her various features that are not typically considered attractive because we see we close up on her eyes and we see her her lazy eyes straighten out and then we see her teeth are now like sparkling white and we see that her like face is a little bit more contoured there's more angles in her face so we're like watching it change and then she runs downstairs unlotioned you know she's a new skin whatever the fuck she came out of her fucking chrysalis or whatever the fuck and she kneels down to dead keith i want to be clear keith is dead he is dead as a doornail and she leans down to him and she says see i told you i told you and then mama he said she recalls but it takes her a moment so then she's kind of like oh so now we cut to her. The song is still playing. We cut to her throwing him down the stairs into the basement. And then we cut to her. She's going to taxidermy him, isn't she? She's yep. going to taxidermy her husband. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Poor Keith. So she has him sitting up in a chair and we just see her taking all his innards out, putting them in a bucket. Yep. So now we cut to her cutting her terrible fucking hair. God damn, is, was her hair terrible. I'm like, all we had to do was that. The, the show's over. All you had to do was cut your damn hair. I can't wait for you to see this haircut, Jess. So now she's putting on makeup and she's got blue eyeshadow. Now I'm like, we're in the 80s. She's putting on some blue eyeshadow. Um, her boobs are bigger now. And she's dressed just like the women at work. 
And we see her leaving for work and she says, bye, hon, have a great day. And we see that Taxidermy Keith is sitting on the couch just watching TV eating chicken wings. But not because he's taxidermied. Fucking wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, mm, yeah. I, I knew that she was going to be a new bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I really do need to see this haircut. I'm very upset that it's she so looks bad. the way she looks. But also, she's like, girl, I'm about to be a new bitch. I don't care. Because I'm like, you could have cut your hair without the lotion. Yeah. Also, the way the wig technology has changed, mm-hmm. like, you can wear wigs that look like scalp for less yes. than 500 and you can keep them for years. It's not yes. like you wear the wigs for like two days. No, you can get human hair. You got the hair for years. You could just put it on. But again, to be beautiful, to feel beautiful, to be accepted, to be with everyone else, mm-hmm. especially in your own mind where you're creating this. Yeah. I'm them and me. We yeah. are different. And if I want to be them, this is what I need to do. It doesn't matter who else values me because I don't value myself unless I am them. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So on her way out, though, we have to remember she's on her way to work. But first, she's got to throw away the bag of innards into the trash can. And I was like, Queen, you are not covering a single goddamn track. You are about to get caught. And it, it's a matter of time. You're going to be beautiful for like four minutes before the cops come looking for you. So now we cut to the bank. Gina, she's on the phone. She's on the on a cell phone. God damn it! We're not in the fucking eighties. She's on a cell phone. What time am I? All right. So this is just real stylized. So she's fighting with her husband. Uh, you know, and then all the women in the bank are having more vapid conversations about dicks and Xanax or whatever the fuck, and other people's plastic surgery and shit. And then Stacy walks in and everybody is like, what the fuck? They're like, holy shit. Cause she just looks not like Stacy. And the women, the women just start like fawning over her. Like I love, I love women blowing up women and telling other women how beautiful they look and like, you know, really just like complimenting the fuck out of them. This was gross. This was like worshipy in like a really gross way. Um, And like following her like sort of like sycophantic puppies. Like it was very unsettling and gross. And they're like walking behind her just being like, she smells so good. She looks so amazing. Oh, my God. What did she have done? What did she do to her hair? Just like real weird. And Stacy's just like living her best life at it. And Gina comes up and is like, did you get something done? And she goes, what? Oh, I just changed my hair. Do you like it? And they're all like, you look amazing. And then she's like, don't I? You look really beautiful. And she's like, take a closer look. Take a look at my skin. And they all just start looking. And then they start gossiping with her. And now Stacy's adding to the gossip, talking about just like shit, talking vapid people. And then they're like, you know where we should go? We should go here for drinks, margaritas or whatever the fuck. And then they all just start laughing. And it's so funny that you mentioned Pearl because we go out on a Pearl where it's just fishbowl lens, but she's not like smiling like a. Mm, it's not the it's not the same feeling that Pearl has, but it is the sort of just like, just like 
almost admire just looking at us. We're just like there's no thoughts behind her eyes, and she's just like moving her head around and admiring herself from every angle with wide eyes and then yes. credits. Looks and vibes. Looks and vibes. That's what we got going on here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Credits. Fucking wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I mean, so what's interesting, um, I, I'm really enjoying the whole series. I picked... Um, for because it, it 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 appears to be doing something similar to Tales from the Crypt, which I love, where it's like the main character is often the villain of sorts in that like the main character has a lesson to learn kind of thing. And it's almost like a moral commentary of sorts, like each episode which is great, except like not all of those scenarios lend itself to being able to like give you choices to make. Do you know what I mean? And also like sometimes people are just like the main character is like so despicable, like there's no room for empathy that you're just like, I don't want to make anyone be this per like the first episode, yeah. the guy is like, um, it's a, it's an interesting episode, but like the main character is like, a racist, conservative, right-wing asshole. And I'm just kind of like... Whatever I'm, happens to him, fuck him. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's not really any way to 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 do that. So, But this one, I, w- I really like that it was like, clearly she's the bad guy. Yeah. But you have empathy for her. You feel for her. You feel why she would do something like that, especially as a woman where where you don't feel value, self-worth, and you think again because society creates this hierarchy where women are women who are powerful are beautiful. Yeah. And or rich or both. If yeah. you are rich and beautiful, mm-hmm. ooh. Yeah. Ooh, the world is your oyster. Yeah. You're rich and don't be rich, beautiful and young. Right. Oh. oh. Oh, yeah. and educated, Uh-oh. bitch, yeah. rich, young, educated, and beautiful. The world is your oyster. You are unstoppable. But yeah. for our character, she's not rich. She's not super young. She doesn't think she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know how what her education lies. She's, but she's real regular, smart. I mean, remember, yeah, she's like, smart. you're so good at math. Like, you're so, like, you're so Look, artistic. You're doing numbers. You're so, yeah, yeah. You listen, she has values and traits and skills she has skills but she just as again when you talk about society and the way they view women it's just like well you're not beautiful so fuck you yeah. that's really you're ugly fuck you mm-hmm. just like a man where a man who does not cannot provide or does not have money fuck mm-hmm. you and yeah. i'm like but they're a person they have values yes. outside of their beauty outside of money that they have yes. they have value as a person and i feel like that's kind of what they're talking about but also you the first step is you valuing yourself because yeah. no matter what people say, you're fr- again, you should have good friends who fuck with you. Yes. Because some people have frenemies and they're not, because those girls are not those her Those girls are frenemies. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. They're not her friends. They yeah. enjoy doing the same shit. They end the same, but they're not, they don't fuck with your well being. Right. You know, if something were to happen to you, they would not investigate. And, yeah. you know, you couldn't break the law with them. Those are not yeah. your friends. A thousand okay? percent. But, yeah. 
you know, when you surround yourself with people who value you for who Mm -hmm. you are and you value you for who you are, you don't fall into traps like that because you're not always going to have a perfect whatever. Because you know what? God, if there is, you know, a God or whoever is above us creating people, whatever, whoever doing that, whatever, (laughs) you all look like all you can't have it all. Okay. You can't have a bombshell body, have perfect hair, perfect eyes, perfect teeth, speak eight languages, be super smart and super rich and know how to dress and know how to braid and know how to code and pro you can't do everything okay it is layered out in a way where you can do some of the things and you're great at some things and you have other people in your life who are great at other things and that's where that balance is and she's like i don't have the beauty so i have to create it in a way that's dangerous for myself because that is the thing that matters the most when people see me they won't give me a chance because i am not pretty and that's true that's really unfortunate where people see you and they don't think you're attractive so they not going to give you certain chances or they're not going to give you certain leeway or that you're not going to get into certain places and that's fucked up yeah i don't know what we're going to do about that shit because i'm not running the clubs uh, well because- i mean we're starting with you fucking giving sermons on this fucking podcast that's where gang, we're starting gang. i we love it middle fingers yeah uh, middle fingers to society because first of all i just feel as though being beautiful is more of a state of mind, more of a confidence thing, no matter yeah. what you look like. There are people who would not be conventionally, I have quote marks conventionally pretty, but they come out in their outfit and they say, bitch, yeah. I'm here. And you're like, ooh, bitch, I'm shook. Yeah. Or like I a like- woman that walks in with like confidence into mm-hmm. a room. I love it. It gives me energy. When I yeah. see a bad bitch, I yeah. feel energized. Yeah. When I see someone who's like, bitch, I got my shoes on. What the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I love you. Yep. And I now love myself a little more because I now want to put on my favorite shoes yep. that make me feel the same way. It's that energy that you transfer and what you put out is what you get in. So if you're putting out I don't like myself constantly. That's what you're going to receive as well. You're going to attract people who don't fuck with you, who don't think you're beautiful. But if you, whatever society said, you like, bitch, I'm cute. Fuck you. You're going to attract people who also think that you're Mm -hmm. cute. Even if it's fucking five people, it doesn't matter. That's a lot of people in your life. Yeah. People don't realize that five people in your close circle is quite a few people. I don't fucking have time for many more. I'm, I'm not trying. Yeah. I don't have time for many more. Are you ready to see your points? Let's see how you I did. am ready to see. Okay. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I got any points because I would assume I would die in a situation like this. My God. You absolutely did not. All right, let me count. Hold on. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay, bitch, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Listen, you're dead or alive. You didn't do great. You got one out of four. Because <laughs> okay. only our sweet baby Keith was killed, which is horrible. Oh, no, wait. Fuck that. No, no, no. You got two out of four. My bad. My bad. My bad. So you got 50%. I killed Keith. Yeah. yeah I mean, honestly, I'm Because you killed like Keith and he... Yeah, you killed Keith. You, you killed Keith and he's dead. You kept Gina alive and she's alive. So you got two out of four. Um, okay. For your questions, you got 17 out of 20. Holy shit, questions. that's a passive score. Yeah. Me as and an then, educator. Oh, I passed. Yeah, you did. And your full score, your total score, 19 out of 24. 
Holy shit. I got a B. Yeah, you did. Is that a B? I feel like that should be an A minus. Let me go ahead and calculate it. Yeah, let's calculate it. For calculate 19 it. out of 24 gives us 79. It's barely a fucking B. That's what? a C, technically. What? 19 out of 24 is a 79%. Not uh, in, in my not in my not okay. my book. Okay. My in book, my grade book. You got an you got an A minus in my grade book. Woohoo. In my grade book, like 80% is a B. Baby, we got a uh, we got a C plus. I would push it to the B. I would oh, push yeah. it to yeah, the yeah, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because that okay. was that was legit. That was fucking legit. Well, Jazz, thanks for hanging out with me. Yes, it was a good time. I hope we come back again and we can um sit down for a full epic movie. Because, I would love um, that. I love what y'all do. I think it's great that no one really has a show where no fuck we about to go in as ourselves, yeah. Yeah. as horror fans, what we know about horror and yeah. going in and like I'm the character, this is what I'm doing. This is probably what they're going to do. Because the fact that as horror fans, they're going to do this. Yeah. They're going to fucking do this. God, they're going to do that. I think that's half the fun. Like, I agree. Oh, they're, they're about to open the door. Yeah. They're yeah. about to, they're about to call the number that they're supposed to call. Or, A thousand percent. Mm, they're about to um, not lock the door behind them or they're going to leave their phone. Something fucking stupid. Yeah. That you're like, no. You're yelling, please, no, don't go in there. That's fucking yeah. ridiculous. I fucking love this um, setup of the show. Aww, and I think you. it's really dope. And you know, and, off, off air, we'll talk about you, more ideas. Yes, I would love to. Yeah. So guys, go listen to, if you're not already, which is like, if you're not already, like, what are you even doing? Go listen to Girl That's Scary. Um, it's on our network, the Dread Podcast Network. And uh, what would be f- – I'm going to pitch this to Kim. Maybe Kim and Kat can do yes. an episode. That would Kat be Kat would fun. be down. Yeah. Kat would be down. She um, was down for this. She just was out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Uh, that would be so fucking fun. Um, so, oh, Kim's going to be mad at me. I was supposed to do this in the beginning, but I'll do it now. For us, follow us at KK Sam Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. You know we're not on Twitter anymore because fuck that place. Um, and then uh, we have a Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive Maybe. And then you can also join our Patreon and join our Patreon, guys. Listen, Kim and I are trying to do the damn thing and we need money to do it. So if you could just go ahead and join our Patreon. Jess, go ahead. What would you like to Tell yes, um, I would like to piggyback. Open your purse and support mm-hmm. their Patreon. Open your purse. Thank okay? you. Because the more money you give people, especially women, uh, we get to do more things. Uh, take off time from work, hire yep. things, hire people, or pay for services. Because I know that y'all, you know, y'all do a lot of the, you know, legwork yourself. And we also do a lot of the legwork ourselves, yep. especially editing, because I... Mm-hmm. I edited a lot of the episodes. That's several hours. We're oh yeah, yeah. Don't count time. yourself out of this. You're doing all the shit too. Like we're, we're doing the yeah. work. But support, listen, review both podcasts. Yes, please. Can stay alive and girl, that's scary. And listen to Dread Central podcast because I think uh, we have very interesting podcasts. Okay, I agree. I really enjoy everything. I also, you know, can't wait to hear y'all talk about these movies that you said you were talking about earlier. I will. I was listening not to smile. What did y'all just release? Megan. Megan. Y'all yeah. just released Megan. I saw that in theaters. I started that. I have not finished. But I have started that episode, and it's I so, cannot wait to see 
if motherfuckers stay alive because I, I don't know. I don't. Know. I know. <laughs> I know. It fucked me up. What? Uh, what are your? Tell us your social yes. m- stuff. Social okay. handles. So follow us all at Girl That's Scary on Twitter and the gram. We have a website www.girlthatscary.com. We also have a Patreon as well at patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary honestly if you type girl that's scary in google you will find you're gonna us. find all the shit yeah and on patreon we have like bonus episodes early releases we have extra video content just regular gts horror chats which are free Ooh. on there like we talk to other horror creators Ooh. and just talk about bullshit we just go off the rails and talk about whatever the fuck uh we also have a discord which you can access through the first uh level or no the third level thrice thrice is nice if once <laughs> you hit that level you can join our discord we also have patreon polls so you get to vote once a month on what we covered for march our patrons voted for bodies 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 Ooh. so we'll be covering oh, yeah. that uh, that's on our for, list too it's a wild movie i, can, and I haven't glad. seen it yet i'm gonna do it oh, i can't wait I'm so i will excited. be there cat has seen it she just freshly saw it i saw oh, it I in theaters wait. i went to four theaters to see it because the first one i went to had an incident where there was um some kind of threat yes uh, the uh, police cars were out there when i pulled up and i was like damn Okay, so I rolled to another spot and it was sold out. So then I rolled to another spot and I was like, okay, I made the movie. I, uh, made what it. The f- I feel like I would have been like, okay, universe, I won't see it today. That's I, I-, I was already outside. I don't go outside a lot. I love to be at home. I love to stay at home and play The Sims. That's one of my favorite yeah. things to do. So going outside, I'm like, I'm out here and I came to see this movie. I'm, gonna I'm not going to go back. Movie. Yeah. 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 If I don't see it today, girl, y'all going to have to wait for it to stream. <laughs> I won't see it. But yes, pull up on us at Girl That's Scary. Pull up on the Dread Central Podcast Network because we're doing big things, big things. Okay. Yes. Pull up on us. Okay. And also pull up on women in horror. Because that month is coming up. March. Thank you. I mean, you can celebrate women in horror all year round. Yeah, let's do it all year. Let's do it all year. Every month. But March specifically. Yes. Well, Jazz, thank you so, so much for hanging out with me. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive, maybe. So until next week, stay alive. Goodbye. me i'm done (laughs) thank you for listening to the dread podcast network